Are you ready to break free of the life that feels wrong, inauthentic, and doesn't suit you? Have you always imagined moving forward, but just didn't know how to make it happen? Stay right where you are because Elizabeth Moore, the soul and body healer, is here to show you how to raise your bar. Hi, and welcome to today's show on raising your bar. We're talking about loving yourself first and what that looks like. But before we start that, I want to introduce myself. I am Elizabeth Moore. I am the owner of Purple Door online. It's www.purpledoor-cambridge.ca. And you will find you new and used books, metaphysical tools, and actually making appointments with me for all of the many services that I offer. Um, <laughs> we always say Purple Door is like walking into a world of wonder and online or in person, I happen to agree. I think it's absolutely amazing. So... Now we can get started on today's show. I'm super excited about this. This is actually, oh, I have taught this class so many times in person and online and with groups and one-on-one. It is a subject that is near and dear to my heart because up until the point where my life imploded and I went through my tower moment, um, I didn't understand what this concept meant. It was so foreign to me and didn't make sense. And we have been taught and talked to and talked at about how much self-love and self-care is having a bubble bath, making that time for yourself to have a bubble bath at the end of every night. And the reality is, is that while bubble baths are one tool to help you on this path of self-love, it's actually it's so big and so huge of a topic that I'm not going to be able to cover everything today, which even in a three hour class, I still wouldn't be able to cover it because this topic is so big and so important. And the, I think one of the most important things to remember during this whole thing is that there's no judgment. There's no judgment here. It doesn't matter if you've been doing this for your whole life or you haven't done it or it's not on your horizon or you couldn't even imagine doing any of this stuff. That's okay. We all start someplace and it's perfect. It's absolutely perfectly imperfect where we start and that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it is. So how can loving yourself first change your life? We're going to talk about that today because your life can become so much more incredible and wonderful. And here's the important thing. I say you centered, but that's more that you are living the life that you want to live because you're loving yourself first. So when you put yourself on your list, life changes for you. And sometimes it's small and you're like, oh, I can't even notice it. What am I even doing? but life changes. And quite honestly, and I say it all the time and I mean it when you make the small changes, those are the lasting changes. When you come in and you're like, Ooh, I'm going to dump this and I'm moving here and I'm getting rid of that. And I'm not talking to anybody I used to know anymore. You're still the same person. And the problems you had here before you do all of that dumping and changing and complete 180 on your life, you're still going to be that same person over there. Whereas when you make small changes, you are allowing yourself to catch up to those changes 
and you are growing and changing with each step you take. They are lasting steps and you will notice it when you set time aside to notice it. What do I mean by that? We'll talk about that in a bit. (laughs) So sometimes loving yourself first is exactly what you need, but nobody in your life understands what you're doing or you are shaking things up of what's expected. And I can hear that in my voice. (laughs) When you shake things up and you change the expectations, not everybody grows with you at the same rate. Not even everybody grows with you, right? There are people that are never going to get what you're doing and that's okay. That's okay. So your expectations are changing. Their expectations are not being met and they are going to, and I always see it as um, when you have a picket fence, doesn't matter how tall it is, but grabbing the picket and just like shaking your fence and being like, be the person you used to be. But you can't do that anymore, can you? Because you're making all of these different little changes and you're becoming a new person. And whether life crashes and burns like mine did and brings you to this place of growth, or you just start recognizing that you're not living the life you want to live and you're going to start making changes. Either way, you are going to have those disruptions. You are going to have those people that push back and fight you on this. And the best thing you can do for yourself is to just keep going. Don't interact. Don't explain. Don't. Hmm. I can't think of the word. Don't explain it as in, this is an excuse. Don't do that accept it, love it, love yourself, love yourself first. So when we get into what self-love is, as I said, bubble baths are a tool, but it's not what self-love truly is. When you are loving yourself first and putting yourself first on your list, it's going to look different for you than it would for me. I'm we might be doing some of the same activities, you know, like yoga, walking more, reading more, grounding ourselves with the earth or crystals, all of those things. Mine, I prefer showers over bubble baths. I find them more relaxing. That's a personal choice, right? So my personal journey of loving myself first is going to look different than yours. And I think one of the biggest, most important things that I can say about this is it's not a ritual. We're not creating a ritual where you say, okay, well, when I wake up in the morning, I'll take 30 minutes and I'll do yoga and I'll make a smoothie and I'll do this and this and this, and I'll do it every morning for the rest of my life. That's kind of the opposite of loving yourself first, isn't it? Because growing and changing means that your routine grows and changes. What comforts you, what helps you grow, grows and changes. And that's a great thing. Like quite honestly, I probably have, let's say eh, 40 years left of my life. If I got up and did yoga and had a smoothie and did all those things for the next 40 years, I think I would spend probably 39 and three quarters of them very bored, right? Maybe I can change up the smoothie flavor, but eh. I want to grow and change and experience new things. 
And I want this to be a fun journey. And loving yourself first should be about fun. There's so many other things in there, but if you're not having fun or if you're guilting yourself or if you're making this a a have to do instead of an I get to do, then you're not going to stick it out and you're not going to see the results that you should be seeing. So why is this personal journey beyond what I just said? It's also a personal journey because in this part of loving yourself first, you're really taking the time to get to know yourself on a deeper level, right? So you can get your shit together and live the life you want to live. But also, so you can ask yourself hard questions like, who am I right now? Why am I doing yoga right now? Why am I having a smoothie right now? All of these things add up and all of these things count because when you're working through this and you're putting yourself on the list and you're loving yourself first, you want to ask yourself these questions and many others that we'll get to in a little bit. So you're doing this to get your shit together because you need all of this time. You need time. (laughs) Quite honestly, this is time for you. Time to sit without guilt, without judgment, without should haves or would haves, right? Well, if I would have done the dishes, I wouldn't have had a dirty kitchen. Oh, well. Oh, well. Time to feel, to feel your emotions. How do you feel about always being the one that cleans the kitchen or always being the one that does everything or always being the one that is carrying the responsibility? That's huge. How do you feel about that? Right? So also time to think, time to read, time to create, time to explore, time to find yourself at this stage in life. And it doesn't matter what stage you're in in life, right? For me right now, um, my kids are in their 20s. I am not the parent of toddlers anymore or preschoolers. So life is different for me. I have, you know, this amount of free time. However, I wish I had started this sooner in my life because I would like my kids to see when they were younger how to love themselves first without feeling like you're being selfish or being told you're being selfish or thinking you're being selfish because you're not. It's time to love yourself first. So we're also giving ourselves time to process our emotions. We're adding in soothing self-talk and replacing the negative voices that are in our heads very important. We're treating ourselves with compassion and kindness and love. And we're giving ourselves ease and grace because life is going to happen. Mistakes are going to be made and we're going to have to clean up some things. That just is give yourself the compassion to get through it and to do it. You can do this. So this also gives ourselves a chance to heal and grow Because healing and growing, much like everything else in life, you really can't put it on a schedule. You can't go, okay, so I'm going to step into this shadow today. And I estimate it's going to take me 3.5 days to work through it. And then I'll give myself 0.5 days to process it and feel it and let it go. It really doesn't work that way. You've got to give yourself time for the healing and growing and changing to happen. So The personal responsibility part is huge in loving yourself first. 
And I made sure I wrote this down because I didn't want to forget it. It's so important. This is your path, yours, yours alone. Nobody else can make these choices and decisions for you. And that's great because personal responsibility, you get to choose what's best for you. And if you choose something that you think, "Mm, I don't like this, great. You learned that you don't like that. So choose again, make a different choice, do something different, right? Well, let's see. We can talk about hobby wise for that one. Let's say you decided that you wanted to go skydiving and how awesome is that? Not for me, but for you, how awesome would that be? Right. And you have right up until you're in the plane to be like, "Mm, maybe I don't want to jump out of this perfectly good plane. Or maybe you get to the ground and you're like, I experienced that. That was fantastic. Now I can just sit back and try something new. But I learned something about myself. I learned that I don't like to jump out of planes. Maybe you learn that you can do it and it feels fantastic and you want to do it again. And that's fabulous. So your personal responsibility is about making choices for you that suit you. Your personal responsibility is you need to be that one working, making those choices. And your personal responsibility is also for you because let's say somebody else says, you know what you need to do? You need to take a pottery class. And they sign you up for the pottery class and they pay for the pottery class and you go to this pottery class and you absolutely hate it. (laughs) It's not something you chose, is it? It's not. So for you, you're going to be like, "Ugh, Bob, how could you make me do that? I absolutely hated that. That's Bob's fault. In reality, it's not. You made the choice to follow through. Yeah, he bought the class. He paid for the class. It is what it is. But at this point, you made the choice to follow through and good for you for doing it. Good for you for trying it. It's not for everybody, but that's fabulous. You made a choice, personal responsibility on this path. Personal responsibility also covers things that self-love is. Making doctor's appointments for you. (laughs) We have to make doctor's appointments for ourselves. We make doctor's appointments for everybody else in our life. Put yourself on that list. Make the doctor's appointment for you. Make the dentist appointment for you. Make the eye doctor appointment for you. Follow up with a specialist if you need to, right? Fight for yourself because that's so very, very important. This is your responsibility. You are your own responsibility. Fight for yourself. Take care of yourself. Love yourself first. So. It looks like we're going to break and I will talk about how we can practice self-love after. And thank you for listening to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. I will see you on the other side of the break. So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. 
Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. And welcome back to Raising Your Bar with me, Elizabeth Moore. So before the break, we talked about what self-love is and the personal responsibility that we have for ourselves to actually love ourselves first. So this section is about how can we practice self-love? And I think one of the first things you need to do is learn how to connect with your body. So your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your energetic body. I also want to include your heart in there. Um, We don't always, we don't do that, right? When we're doing meditations and when we're going within, a lot of meditations just start with us clearing our minds and, you know, and I think that most of my meditations when I, do them. I offer them as going into your heart and sitting into your heart center, because that's where you are in your heart center, right? So very important to connect with yourself on that level and be in your heart and sit in your heart because again, that's where you are. So when we're doing that, we are connecting with all of ourselves. And this is really important because in day-to-day life over time, we have become really disconnected with our bodies, with who we are and with ourselves. We have been taught to not feel emotions. We are even actually have any, right? Um, How many times when you were younger growing up or even into your teenage years, the thought of crying let alone crying in public and having tears just come out, right? Don't cry. It's okay. You're fine. Stop crying. Crying is important. Crying is a way to release pent up emotion and pent up feelings. So connecting with your feelings is so important. Stress, being overworked and overwhelmed Those are all ways that we disconnect from ourselves. And, you know, I think, 
I think I've said it before. I mean, I tell everybody how I, <laughs> how I used to deal with stress. Um, my, I call it my circle, my wagons way. And quite honestly, everybody's kept like 12 feet back and I deal with what I'm dealing with on my own. And it's not until I feel safe with myself that I'm dealing with this stuff that I actually tend to reach out. That's how I used to deal with it. Now I actually deal with it a lot better and I feel safe asking for help. And I think that comes with feeling safe with yourself and with your body and with your heart connecting with your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, your energetic body, and feeling safe in all of those areas is really important with this journey. And with figuring out what it is you need and why it is you're overwhelmed and stressed out. So this crying is releasing. Not always are we going to know what we're releasing. And, you know, there are days where you just cry and you don't know why. That's okay. Something in your body is releasing. And it's okay to let it go. It's okay to actually feel it and feel that emotion and let it go. And let the tears do the job for you, right? So uh, by getting our shit together, we're doing the things that we've been avoiding doing. And I've had a lot of people in sessions tell me that they thought they were getting things together, but they were trying to be in the flow. And I understand that it's a great place to be. It feels wonderful when everything aligns and you're in that moment of the flow, but being in that moment of the flow, also you have the problem of not, not problem, the challenge of not taking care of yourself. So, oh gosh, about eight years ago. Yeah. I, um, it was during the tower moments and I was under so much stress and overwhelmed and just exhausted on every level. I started passing out and at first it was like almost, but not quite. And then I was with my kids. We were in the hospital visiting my dad who had just had surgery and we were in the elevator. And if you know me, you know, I don't like elevators to begin with. So I was already on edge and I ended up completely passing out. And thank goodness there was a fabulous man in front of me because my kids were catching me and he helped them catch me. Um, I think how they described it was I fell into him <laughs> and he was security for the hospital. So fabulous, fabulous timing. And I just felt like all of the oxygen oxygen was draining away. By the time the elevator got to the floor and I walked out of the elevator, I was feeling better, but he wanted me to go to the emergency room. And I just, I was like, my list today is 2 million things. And I can't take that time for me to do that now. And we stopped, we got a drink, we, you know, stayed in the parking lot for a little bit just to make sure I was okay. And then we got home and my kids were like, okay, you have to go to the doctor. And I don't know if I would have, if they hadn't insisted. And that's part of the problem of going with the flow. When things come up, we're like, 
I've got a list a million miles long. I can't put me on it right now. And when I went to the doctor, I actually found out that I had almost no iron in my system, which is a very, very bad thing. Okay. But it started this long journey actually until 2022 last June, where I was trying and fighting for me because my body just wouldn't hold iron. And I kept being told by a certain doctor that I was imagining things and I didn't understand how the human body worked. (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I know how my body works. And by pushing through and insisting on seeing a specialist and pushing through for the right specialist, I actually was able to solve most of that problem. And, you know, that was a whole other journey that at some point I'm going to share in some way, because it was huge and massive for me and life altering as well, but in a good way. But when we go with the flow or when we try to go with the flow and we think we know what the flow feels like, we tend to ignore the everyday things that pop up that are screaming for us and for our attention, because we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of our bodies and on all these levels. So getting your shit together means doing the things you're avoiding. For me, that was going to see the doctor because I just didn't think it was important. I didn't have time. I had a big list of reasons why I didn't. For you, maybe it's changing jobs. Maybe it's going back to school or changing what you're going to school for, right? Maybe it's just that whole thing of, I'm taking time for me and that's legitimate. And that's absolutely totally fine. Do that too, right? We need to do this. We need to absolutely do this. So you also need to have that personal responsibility and life where you are asking yourself the challenging questions, right? Like, so inside our, in my membership, it's called inside purple door. We go through the first section is all about getting to know yourself. And I think there's like four different books where it's just questions to ask yourself so that you can actually get to know who you are today. And I love that. I love the membership that I created. And I love this part of it, especially because every day we're different. We change change is nothing to be afraid of, right? Change is nothing to be afraid of. We change on a daily basis. Life changes on a daily basis. And I love looking at it from the garden analogy of when you go out to your garden and let's say you have lavender in your garden, lavender looks different on a daily basis. Maybe there's more blooms open. Maybe it's the fall and there's no blooms and you've cut it back because that's the time to do it. Maybe it's winter and you just see the spiky little things standing up. Maybe it's spring and it's about to bloom. But even on a daily basis, it changes and we change. And that's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful to do this. So some of the questions that I brought to think about today, number one, what is not working for me right now? Such a huge question, right? It's so important because how can you know if you're living the life you want to live If you're not looking at what's not working in this life, sure. We all come home and, you know, it's like, oh, work, oh, you know, this person or, oh, traffic, but on a deeper level, what is not working for you right now? 
what is it in your life that you can let go of? Right. So there's probably something that stresses you out that you don't need to do, but you do because it's an obligation or you think it's an obligation. What can you let go of? Where can I take more control? And I don't mean, (laughs) I don't mean in a control freak kind of way because I have those tendencies. So I, you know, I don't want you to do it like that, but let's say you are part of a group and you're not getting things done as a group because the person who's in charge is overwhelmed, overworked and feels underappreciated. So what if you stepped up and helped them out? And took more control of that situation so that if meeting together on Tuesday nights doesn't work for you, now you can say, you know what, how about Wednesday nights or Saturday afternoons or whatever works for you, right? It has to be what works for you, but also you're not being a control freak. You are just taking control of a situation for a good ending. Uh, The next one, where does all my energy go? Where where do we throw that energy to, right? Are you giving it away by solving everybody else's problems? (laughs) When you should be working on solving yours, where does your energy go? So when you wake up in the morning, think of it as, okay, how do I feel today? How many things can I deal with today? Issues, topics, problems, whatever. If you have the number of three, what's the most important three things that I need to get done today? And then when I feel that my energy is lower, where can I focus my energy instead? And the opposite of that question is, what can I do to fill my energy up? What can I do for me that fills my energy up and makes me feel alive and fabulous? What do I like about my life? And that's kind of like number one, but it's not in that. What do I like about my life? Well, I like my job, but this part of it isn't working for me anymore. So how can I fix that? Right. How can I make changes? How can I make those small changes that will stick and make it work for me again and make me love it again? And what action can I take right now? Because it's fabulous knowing all these answers, but if we're not taking the action to make the changes, then we're not doing anything and we need to be doing something. We need to take action so that we are living that life that we love and raising our bar because it's so important. So we're going to go into our second break already, which is crazy. And when we get back, we are going to talk about what happens And what does it mean to put ourselves on our own list? How fabulous would that be, right? How does that feel? So thank you for listening to Raising Your Bar. We are going to go into our second break and I will see you in a little bit. So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. 
Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. Hi, and welcome back. We've been talking about loving yourself first and what the definition of loving yourself first is and how you can actually take the steps to love yourself first in your life. So if you're looking to uh, book an appointment with me, it's www.purpledoor-cambridge.ca. I have a bunch of different openings and opportunities to work with me. So as I said before that we went on the break, what happens when we put ourselves on our own list? That is the big question, isn't it? Because why are we doing all this work? And it is work if we aren't actually following through and putting ourselves on our list and seeing results. Because let's face it, <laughs> you're doing a lot of work. This is hard. It's exhausting some days. And giving yourself permission to feel your feelings even when they might be scary and upsetting, it's a lot, right? So part of this is learning how to track what you're working on, what you're working through and where things are going. And there are so many um, ways to actually journal that don't involve a paper and pen, right? You can do video journaling. You can create your own show and video yourself while you're going through this journey and what you're experiencing and get the support that way too. You can actually just voice record and record your own voice and it doesn't have to go anywhere. And let's be honest, you can erase it whenever you want to. Much like journals with words, you can just throw it in the fire, throw it in the garbage, get rid of it. Doesn't matter. You don't have to keep it and nobody else has to see it, right? This is for you and you alone. So you can do voice recording. You can do videos. You can do journals. You can do art therapy, which there's so many different ways to do art therapy. And quite honestly, I recommend exploring that. Even if you're doing it at home by yourself and you're making collages or you are crocheting or knitting um, embroidery. Oh, and I love, <laughs> I absolutely love the embroidery that is free form and you just do whatever it is that appeals to you. That is so fabulous and such a great way to actually document your journey of growth and change. Isn't it? Oh, love that. So all I can see is like a wall with an embroidered journey on it. That would be beautiful. 
All right. So when we put ourselves on our own list, we come up with the definition of what that means for ourselves, right? For me, it was taking that care and concern that I was giving everybody else in my world and actually giving it to myself. So when I started out with this journey, there wasn't a lot of um, bubble baths. There wasn't a lot of um, massages or those kind of self-care things. I really went hardcore (laughs) and I made the doctor's appointments. I made the eye appointment. I made the dentist appointment. I made those kind of appointments for my body. And, you know, I made the therapy appointments. I, for my, my mental health, I did that. And I really, I joined a gym, um, for my physical health. And I really like made those changes with that whole thing of, I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but I was doing, and that's fabulous too. Um, I think, had I been more cautious and more thoughtful about that, more mindful of my choices, I would have done the smaller choices to make it more successful, but also not so overwhelming because we are doing this whole thing of loving yourself first to get out of the overstressed feeling, to get out of the overwhelmed feeling and to create this life we love. And we need to do that mindfully so that we don't just go all in and do that 180 and end up with nothing or a few things, but not everything we need or want. So this is going to bring out people that test your commitment, right? I think I told the story about uh, how in the habit one, going to the gym and how it took like three days of somebody else messing with my schedule to completely lose my habit of going to the gym on a daily basis. And really you have to be committed to yourself and it's a challenge. So seek out partners and seek out support that can help you keep going. Even when somebody is challenging what you're doing, because again, not everybody wants to see you grow and evolve and change. That makes them feel triggered about how they're not growing, evolving, and changing. When you change, not everybody is happy about it. So when you do this, though, you are growing your sense of self-respect and self-worth and self-esteem. You are growing your self-confidence, and you're going to actually start seeing your own value, which is massive and huge. And... When you start seeing all of those things, and especially how all of them together are your value, you're not going to be so much of a people pleaser anymore. You're not going to be the doormat that everybody walks on. You are going to be the person that says no when you mean no. And you're going to have this love that you life that you love by stepping into your personal power and being an empowered person and making these choices that absolutely match and align with your energy. And that puts you in the flow. Wish I'd have known that back then. (laughs) So you also get to know yourself on a deeper level. And we've discussed why that is important in the last one. We discussed some questions you can ask to actually help you get to know who you are now. Um, I talked about my Inside Purple Door membership. It's 
full of growth and full of all of these opportunities to get to know yourself and get to know what you actually want in your life. One of the big things is taking action for yourself. That happens and it becomes second nature and you love it. Boundaries. Now, (laughs) we have talked boundaries and basically, basically a boundary is how you allow people to treat you. And not everybody is going to love it when you put up some boundaries and there are a few different types of boundaries. So when you're being on the attack or you feel like you're being attacked all the time, you put up defensive boundaries and that that can look like, well, I'm not talking to that person anymore. I'm cutting them out of my life or cutting ties, or it can be, okay, so I know how I don't want to be talked to and you are talking to me like that. We can't have that to offensive boundaries so that you are on the offensive and you are putting them up because you feel like they're beneficial, right? So when you can go into a situation and you know your boundaries, you know how you're going to be treated, how you will allow yourself to be treated, you're putting up healthy boundaries. And sometimes we need to change our boundaries. Sometimes we think that we're putting up this boundary of, I don't like how you talk to me. And actually it is a brick wall reinforced with steel. And (laughs) instead of being able to hear what they're saying, honestly, and openly, we have this boundary up that everything is muffled. And we can't understand what they're saying. They can't understand what we're saying and it causes conflict. So it's really important to check your boundaries, see if they're working, how they're working and make those tiny little changes. You might think that you've put up this um, wrought iron open fence and conversation can flow both ways, but you have that boundary of please treat me with respect. And they might actually see it as, Ooh, brick wall. Can't get near her. Not even going to try. Right. So we need to be very aware of how everybody else around us is reacting to our boundaries, because when you're practicing loving yourself first, it's easy to hear other people say how selfish you're being because Maybe you're not doing everything for them that you used to do. Maybe you're not doing anything for them anymore. (laughs) And maybe that is causing them to react in an unhealthy way. And sometimes when that happens, instead of having the cute little wrought iron fence with the airflow back and forth, we actually throw up a steel fence that is, you know, 30 feet high, 30 feet deep and five or six inches thick. So be aware of how your boundaries are being tested and be aware of how you are feeling about your boundaries and really realize that part of loving yourself first is being okay with changing your boundaries. Again, you grow and change on a daily basis. So your boundaries should too, right? Your boundaries are 
how you allow people to treat you and how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that is the biggest question. All right. So let's not take ourselves for granted. Let's not allow people to walk all over us as if we were doormats or be a people pleaser and realize that this is a journey of a thousand steps. And today's the first step. But even if today's step is forward and tomorrow's step is backwards, we're still moving forward. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep on going because that's the important part. Keep on going, keep on exploring, keep on trying. So we need to have those healthy boundaries. We need to know ourselves. We need to respect ourselves. And we need to love ourselves so that we can actually make the choices in our lives that are right for us and not have everybody's voices all around us going, well, you're not going to like that. Why would you do that? Do you think you can do that? Do you think you're good enough to do that? Those voices don't count. We need to remove them. And again, it starts with being in a healthy energy and a healthy space so that we're making the right choices. And I know I've said that before because it's huge. It's such an important mindset. I think mindset's the right word. It's such an important mindset to love yourself first and realize that this is what it looks like for you. Getting to know yourself allows you to decide and make that conscious choice of what loving yourself first looks like for you. And we are going to go to a break. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. And I will see you on the other side of this break. So often we live our lives based on the expectations of others. My dad always used the mantra, be better than your parents. Let's break the patterns that are keeping you unhappy, playing small and repeating the stories of your family. Sometimes we're afraid to make the changes and choices that our hearts yearn for. We just aren't sure what choices will create the life we want. It's time to begin raising your bar and living your best life. Elizabeth Moore, soul and body healer, invites you to challenge yourself to start raising your bar and changing your life. Elizabeth is live Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to elizabeth.purpledoor at gmail.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to Raising Your Bar with Elizabeth Moore. Um, If you have been watching the whole hour, thank you. We have been talking about self-love and loving yourself first. And we talked about some misconceptions are in the beginning about what loving yourself first is and how a lot of people tend to think that it is selfish. And, you know, we have been told that a lot. We have been told that a lot. It's time to remove that from our mind and from our body, from our energy, from our emotions, and allow ourselves that freedom to actually love yourself first, to put yourself on that list, to take care of yourself in the way that you take care of everybody else in your world. You deserve this. And I really, truly hope that by putting yourself on your list and getting your shit together, you actually 
see the changes quickly. So I believe you will hundred percent. I know I did. I know my clients do. You will see the changes. Loving yourself first is it's a necessity. It's something you need to do. So part of that loving yourself first is allowing yourself to feel your feelings. And we talked about this in the first section, our second section, it's so important to let yourself feel those feelings and process what you've gone through. And I was actually talking to a friend yesterday for coffee and I was saying how it's been seven, eight years since my tower moment happened. Um, she didn't know me at the time. She knew me about a year and a bit after, and she saw all the stress that we went through. She saw how it affected me and my children. And she saw how determined I was to get us through to the other side, to cross that bridge and burn it down. (laughs) Oh my gosh, burn it completely down. But we were able to actually talk it through. And I saw things from a different perspective because I'm in this person. I'm in, I'm me now. And I can look back and not judge any decisions I made, not judge anything that I did. Those choices that I made, I wasn't in a good mindset to make them. However, I'm now seeing how important it is to have that safe place. And what I'm seeing in my world right now is all of us unraveling the trauma that we've been through and slowly and carefully pulling those threads so that we can heal that part of the trauma. If you look at it like an embroidery or, um, you know, when you buy yarn sometimes and you put it in your closet and it comes out and it's like all mashed together and there's 50 million colors in there and you don't even know where to start. That's what loving yourself first kind of feels like in the beginning. But at this point, I'm actually able to see the benefit. And I've seen the benefit earlier, obviously, with my health journey. But I'm seeing the benefits through my children right now. And we are unraveling those tangled, tangled webs. And we're healing that story. We're healing that experience. We are able to look back from a safe place. And that is part of loving yourself first and knowing who you are right now and knowing what you need right now and giving yourself permission to do that for yourself right now. We don't give ourselves permission to enjoy life or to live life or to make choices that are important for us right? We tend to hold ourselves back and we use the justification of, well, you know what? I have all these people in my life that need this more, or I have all these people in my life that need my time more than I can afford to give it to myself. And I am asking you today to give yourself this time. It can be, let's say 30 seconds maybe five times a day, 
just check in with yourself. And how do you check in with yourself? It's personal and private for everybody, right? How I check in with myself and how I think will work for you is to just place your hand over your heart, close your eyes, and let yourself feel your heartbeat. Feel your breath going in and out, your chest rising, breathing deep and letting that belly breath come in and allowing your body to calm down, allowing your mind to calm down, allowing your energy to calm down. And how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. What do I need today? I need a nap. (laughs) But what do you need? And how are you? And it's that easy. Checking in with yourself 30 seconds at a time, maybe five times a day. It's that easy. Before you even open your eyes in the morning, put your hand on your heart. How am I today? How did I sleep? And what do I need to do for me today? Right? The questions you need to ask yourself will come to you. And I'm not saying when you wake up in the morning, you shouldn't be like, okay, deep question. Let's go right into this and jump in and talk about this. Go gently, go easily, go with ease and grace on this. You are trying something new. You're doing something new. You are growing and healing and part of growing and healing. And I can totally attest to this and not enjoying this part is patience. You know, this isn't a quick fix. This isn't a snap your fingers and it's done. This isn't, well, I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up in a different life in a different body as a different person. That's not what this is. This is learning to love yourself and accept yourself on every level of who you are right now without judging who you are right now. What is it that you can change about yourself? And what is it that you can't change about yourself? And that's okay. Join me next week when we're going to talk about being broken and the beauty in being broken. I'm so excited about that one. It it was a toss up, but I'm so excited to talk about broken because we're going to look at it in a whole different light. And we're actually going to see how beautiful we are and how beautiful we should be seeing ourselves as. So thank you for joining me for this hour of self-love. I hope you get a lot out of it on raising your bar Thank you for listening to the Raising Your Bar Show with Elizabeth Moore. Elizabeth returns Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 Central, 12 Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next time, remember to continue raising your bar.